1: Natalie Zamora and Max Mallow. Hey everyone, welcome back to a new episode of the One Good Scare podcast. I'm Natalie Zamora and I'm here of course joined by my co-host Max Mallow and uh, uh, 2021. We're we're in it. Not sure how to feel, but we're here.
2: Yeah, happy new year to everybody. Um, hope you guys had a healthy and safe new year and we all thought 2020 was going to be the (laughs) craziest year of our lives and well maybe that's changing i mean don't want to get too much into politics of course on the show right but you know there were some takes that were like 2020 doesn't really end until january 20th so
1: yeah we'll see we'll see hopefully
2: yeah crazy crazy stuff um like even outside of the realm of politics like the crazy stuff that was going on in like pop culture last year um like dr dre had a brain aneurysm already this year
1: yeah it's
2: terrifying yeah so i hope he's uh doing well and recovering um
1: yeah, things have been really crazy. Also, the whole debacle of Tanya Roberts passing away, and then everyone saying that reporting it, and then oh no, she's actually still alive, and then a few hours later, okay, now she's confirmed dead. Ter- like terrible. Just just no, <laughs> a hard no.
2: Yeah, how about like we just like <laughs> take a deep breath when we're reporting things and make sure we get things right the first time. <laughs> Uh, anyway, no more politics, no more news. Yeah. Not, not what we're here for. Um, on today's episode, uh, of course we'll kick things off with the the roundup for, for horror news going on in the world, but we wanted to do something fun for this episode. Um, most of our episodes so far for people who are listening or joining us for the first time have been retrospectives on horror series like friday the 13th and halloween we've done some movie reviews uh most notably freaky that came out last year but we want to do something fun this week so we thought why not do a game and we were like okay do we want to do trivia what do we want to do and natalie had the great idea of doing a would you rather horror edition
1: yeah i think this will be fun and this can be something that like you just do for fun with your friends randomly you know We should all be quarantining again, unfortunately. You know, things aren't really getting better right now. So if you need a fun Zoom activity or even, like, over text, uh, why not a Would You Rather? It's a fun game. Gets people talking. Um, And for horror buffs, I think it's always fun to just discuss, like, if you were in this scene, what would you do? Because I know when I'm watching a horror movie, I'm yelling at the people always from my couch and if I was in the situation, I probably wouldn't do it differently, but I like to think that I would. So, I think this will be fun.
2: Agreed. And I always whenever I think of stuff like this cuz like you always get that like stereotype of people in the movie theater who are like yelling at the character and the <laughs> slasher. And it's like, "What are you doing? Leave! Like, get yeah. out of there." I think of like Malibu's Most Wanted when <laughs> Jamie Kennedy's in the movie theater. And he's like, "Run!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Um, but before we get into that Let's do our weekly horror news roundup. Natalie has scoured the internet and found every headline that you guys need to know about. Uh, First off, director Alex Garland is teaming up with A24, everyone's new favorite uh, production studio, uh, for a new movie called Men, starring Jesse Buckley. Now, most people know Jesse Buckley uh, from starring uh, in I'm Thinking of Ending Things, the Netflix smash hit from last year, one of my favorite movies of the year. Probably my actually my favorite movie of the year. Um, yeah, it was definitely up there for me. Yeah, outside of like horror movies, which I we said last week was the Invisible Man. Um, mm-hmm. This movie looks really good. What can you tell us about this new movie called Mend?
1: So I was trying to figure out because I saw Variety reported about it, and I was like, "Well, Alex Garland, he's known for you know sci-fi horror movies." Um, He directed Ex Machina, and Annihilation, and he also wrote 28 Days Later. So he knows what he's doing. He usually does sci-fi and some horror. Um, And so I saw this report from Collider back in November that Alex Garland said he wanted to make a low-budget horror movie set in the UK. This might be that one. It might not be, but it sounds good to me. So I'm just hoping that this will be... Uh, a full-fledged horror movie. The description that we have so far is the film follows a young woman who goes on a solo vacation to the English countryside after the death of her ex-husband. So UK might be it. Hoping so.
2: Yeah, that could literally mean anything for what the yeah. movie will be about, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, like as I said, she was phenomenal in *I'm Thinking of Anything, so I'm excited to see her get uh, another lead role. Even though like I don't want to get into too many spoilers, but I am thinking of any things like, is she the lead in it or is it Jesse Plemons? Go watch that movie <laughs> if you haven't. That movie's so good. It um, really is. And yeah, 824 can't go wrong, right?
1: Yeah. I'm hyped for this. Even if it's like a thriller drama, I mean, I'll still watch it obviously, but I'm excited.
2: Same. Next up is a piece of news that you're really excited about because you're a diehard fan of this series. It's a series yeah. I, I tried to watch, couldn't get into it. I don't know what it was, um, but... Michael C. Hall uh, commented on the the Dexter revival that's coming. And as we've said numerous times on the show, Natalie loves movies and TV about serial killers. And what better serial killer is there than Dexter? Um, Obviously, the show had one of the most controversial endings in TV show history. But Michael C. Hall has come out and said that he thinks this revival will make up for how terrible the (laughs) ending was. So as a fan... How did you take this piece of news?
1: Well, I'm just like, it better make it better, or else what's the point of doing it at all? Like, of course, um, when I heard the news about the revival, I was excited, mainly because the ending was so I thought just like pointless. It didn't really give you a sense of where the character of Dexter is going. Um, So I'm excited for this, and uh, I don't think Michael C. Hall is straight up, you know, bashing the ending, but. He's saying that it will um, really justify the ending, and that the revival will show like what happened to this character. So I have high hopes for it. I might just be um, naive, but I think it'll be good. And like I said, it it better it better make up for the bad ending.
2: Yeah, and like in the article from Deadline here, there was a quote that Hall gave to. The Daily Beast in an interview saying that people found that the show left things pretty unsatisfying and there's always been a hope that a story would emerge that would be worth telling. Yeah. And I and he said I include myself in the group of people that wondered, quote, what the hell happened to that guy.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like the ending of the show. Like the show is so good up until just about the finale, I think. And it was kind of, you know, one of those things where I wasn't that mad about it, but I was kind of also like that doesn't really make sense like give something else so i'm excited about this i think that you know they have a lot of potential so i'm rooting for them
2: yeah and, and for
1: myself as a fan
2: exactly <laughs> and so you're saying like the show was like good like all the way up until just that finale episode like that's it, what left the sour taste in your mouth
1: yeah but it was getting like gradually weaker and weaker from I would say like the last season but then the finale just how they wrapped all of it together it kind of seemed like all right there's no way that we're gonna be able to get Dexter like away from everything he's done wrong so he's not gonna go to prison he's gonna do this and it's like no that makes no sense
2: Hmm. interesting yeah well that seems to be the trend nowadays right outside of breaking bad just <clears throat> game of thrones where just finales <laughs> are just absolutely terrible in what fans were expecting but yeah like on the other side of it that's like also to the fault of us the fans right because we have this grand imagination of what yeah our favorite shows want to end in and we set these expectations and when they don't meet them either based on our own judgment of the show or the fact that the episodes were not quality to begin with Mm-hmm. You get this, but for Dexter fans, there's a reboot coming. So hopefully uh, hopefully the fan base is satisfied. And then the last piece of news, a movie that you just watched um, is coming to VOD, VOD, Video on Demand, on <laughs> uh, January 15th. A movie <laughs> that I'm really excited to watch, uh, which is Carrie Mulligan's Promising Young Woman.
1: Yeah, um, definitely watch this. I will definitely recommend it. I really liked it. It was something that, you know, I kept seeing the trailer for this so long ago because of, you know, all the um, delays because of COVID. But this movie, like the first trailer, I saw so long ago in theaters. And I remember thinking, like, that's a cool premise. um, And I love Carrie Mulligan. So saw it finally. And it is a wild movie. I it's not what you would expect at all. Like none of it is predictable and I'll just say the ending is awesome. Um, besides Carrie Mulligan, Bo Burnham is in it and he's really good in it. Um, Alison Brie has like a minor role, but I love her. So it was awesome to see her and yeah, it starts out one way and it completely like flips like towards the end and it's really entertaining.
2: Yeah. I'm really excited to watch this. Like you love Carrie Mulligan. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's directed by, <clears throat> excuse me, um, Emerald, Fe- uh, Emerald Fennel, who directed yep. Killing Eve. Um, and yeah, I'm excited to watch this. I hope it's not 20 bucks, but like, I totally understand if it is. Cause like this movie has only gotten <laughs> a limited theatrical release. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm pretty
1: sure it'll be, it'll be the $20. <laughs> yeah.
2: But. Such is the state of the world. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Hope, maybe maybe we'll do a review for this one once it comes out because I'm really interested in seeing this.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was good.
2: So, that's the weekly horror news roundup. Um, and we can get into the, the main topic of our episode, which is our Would You Rather Horror Edition. Now, before we actually get into playing the game, when Natalie was like, let's do a Would You Rather, and I was like, oh, cool, but we can't do the episode <laughs> without talking about the iconic horror movie, Would You Rather. <laughs> Starring Britney Snow.
1: The iconic. Like, you're acting like it's like, people know this movie. No, I'm just kidding. People do know this movie. When you told me, I was like, oh, yeah, the Britney Snow movie. I did watch that, I think, on demand years ago. Oh, and Sasha Gray is in it, too. Yeah, she is. What a film. All right, I guess it is iconic.
2: <laughs> oh, totally iconic. This movie, I remember watching on TV, just scrolling through some of the, like, premium movie networks. It was, like, Stars... Because it is an IFC uh, midnight film. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was on IFC that I watched it, but I remember scrolling through it and I was like, what is this? It's <laughs> like, it's not the most, like, highly produced movie ever made. And I saw Brittany Snow, and I was like, okay, I'll tune into whatever this is. Yeah. Um, and then, eventually, I saw it on... And, like, I didn't pay much attention to it. I just, like, kind of dozed off. But then it came out on Netflix, and I watched it from uh beginning to end and i was mm. like yo this movie was bad but like i'd watch this again if somebody wanted to
1: is it on netflix now
2: um i I, like it's not. I think it used to be yeah um like when we did our our 10 best movies streaming on netflix i think i was gonna put it on the list but when we ran into that issue of like the day of writing the script, half of the movies that we were going to put on the list oh, just disappeared off yeah. mm-hmm. um, Might be wrong, but yeah, like it's no in like no way, shape, or form an amazing movie. It's got a fifty nine percent Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic has it rated twenty out of a hundred. <laughs> which is like, I do
1: not think it was that terrible.
2: It's way off the mark, but Britney Snow is in it, who's awesome. um You got Jeffrey Combs, who is a horror icon. Uh, obviously from reanimator uh sasha gray is in it who uh, some people may know for some other things former adult entertainment star yeah and now she's moved into like uh twitch streaming and she's oh a, really yeah she she hosts a show on a network called Ven. Mm-hmm. um i think it's called gray area um and it she hosted hosted with um rapper dumbfounded and it's yeah. just like supposed to be like a talk show where like there are no boundaries on what you're supposed to talk about like oh life, gotcha. like relationships mental health sex that type of stuff um mm. and she doesn't really have a prominent role in this movie but i remember watching it and being like oh shit that's sasha gray yeah <laughs> um and yeah basically the story of this movie is a giant game of would you rather at some rich sicko's house and mm-hmm disgusting stuff has to happen it but like it's not like extremely disgusting because again it's not a crazy budget movie right um, but I remember there's one scene where uh, the guy gets uh, he gets a would you rather and he said and he has to tape a stick of dynamite to his hands not oh. knowing if it's real dynamite or not
1: oh my gosh
2: and you're all just like sitting there waiting for it to happen and like the fuse is going all the way down all the way down and they get to the bottom and there's like a brief pause of like anxiety. And then his hand blows off and you're like, oh, <laughs> oh crap. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, definitely, definitely a fun, goofy movie. That <laughs> Just give it a watch. It's only an hour and 30 minutes long.
1: It's funny, like these type of movies. I feel like also Truth or Dare, that 2018 movie with Lucy Hale. Do you know what I'm talking about? Ugh. I i tried to watch it and i couldn't get through it but it's like a similar thing right it's like truth or dare pick which one is like the less terrible i feel like in unfriended don't they play like a round of truth or dare it's funny how horror movies like take these you know childhood type of games like truth or dare would you rather and then it's like oh would you rather die this way or that way it's like all right here we are
2: yeah um (laughs) I don't even want to get into Truth or Dare because that movie sucks. That's a that's a grade A suck movie, and there's apparently like a sequel in development. And like spoilers, I'm just gonna like mention this movie. Like if you haven't Go seen ahead. it, just pause for a second or not pause because that wouldn't help. But you know, fast forward a little bit. Um, yeah. Like everyone caught onto that movie because that stupid Snapchat filter face they were putting on all yeah. possessed people, and. Lucy Hale in the beginning of the movie when they're playing the first Truth or Dare is like, would you kill one person to save the lives of many? Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, of course. Like, I would let my friends die to make sure that the entire rest of the world like would the live. the world, yeah. Right. And then the whole movie plays out being possessed by this Truth or Dare demon. And at the end of it, when it's just her and one other person, her idea of defeating this demon that's haunting her is making everybody else in the world play the game. Oh my god. She records a video and is like, I'm really sorry, but truth or dare and then the entire world is now playing this game if they watch this video. And I'm Mm -hmm. like So your character arc went from sacrifice the lives of the few to save the many to Sacrifice the lives (laughs) of the many to save your ass. Oh, okay, cool. Got
1: it. Classic.
2: Very classic. Yeah, screw that movie. That movie's hot garbage. Oh, ah, yeah. garbage so, it, had, it, had, it had tyler posey in it too and lucy Hale. Yeah. can't go wrong Nah, right you, you went very wrong that movie stinks
1: so we won't be playing truth or dare next week we'll keep it to, to Would you rather because it's definitely a, a soft spot for Max here
2: yeah sorry i uh, can't stand <laughs> it um yeah so we have our horror movie would you rathers uh that natalie has come up with we have three, six, nine, ten. I and think there's
1: nine or ten, yeah. Yeah,
2: and how do you want to do? It? Do you want to go back and forth? Do you both want to do? You, do you want both of us to answer each one, give our thoughts on it?
1: I guess we can answer each one.
2: Sounds good. To some of,
1: I think some of them will be an easy like yes, this one, no explanation needed, and some other ones will need explanations.
2: Yeah, very true. Um, So, yeah, do you want to start with the first one?
1: Yeah, so the first one is an easy, not an easy one, but kind of a a simple one. Would you rather try to fight off Freddy Krueger or Leatherface? I think my answer is a definite Freddy Krueger, only for the fact that if I'm looking at both of them, one of them is way scarier than the other. And, like, when I think in my head right now, looking at Freddy Krueger, like, it's kind of funny, even though he is a real threat, whereas looking at Leatherface, I have, like, a churn in my stomach. Like, I'm really nervous thinking about it, so that's how I'm going to go.
2: Okay. I'm trying... I won't try to go, like, super, like, scientific and be like, well, <laughs> you know, I'm six foot two, and I could probably fight off Leatherface. No. Um, see, that was the opposite. Like, Freddy Krueger scared me as a kid, because creepy looking dude yeah um the original freddy Krueger, the remake one with the. Uh, oh yeah 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 uh, didn't scare me at all um mm-hmm. but leatherface like i just i he's too big and he's got a chainsaw
1: yeah exactly um
2: but also there's the element of like it's your he's in your dreams like how are you supposed to fight someone off in your dreams
1: yeah i think there would be a lot of coffee. I would definitely have to go the route of like somebody has to stay up with me, and I'm sure that would fail miserably. But I don't know. Just thinking about both of them, for what I who I think is scarier, um, Leatherface is scarier.
2: So you'd rather fight off Freddy Krueger? Yeah. What if he goes super Freddy, like in uh was that five? I think it is that comic <laughs> book scene.
1: At least I. <laughs> i know what you're talking about i at least though i can look at him and like actively run away and not like faint so that's that's where i'm going with that
2: gotcha or unless you're in like a mental uh, a mental hospital and you get prime timed right into the tv screen
1: <laughs> let's just hope that's not the case welcome
2: to prime time bitch boom <laughs> oh such a good scene yeah i'm, I'm in your boat i'm choosing freddy krueger though i don't give us good odds at
1: beating him either unfortunately yeah I agree um okay let's go to our next one but first we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back okay so our next would you rather would you rather babysit Damien from the omen or Esther from the orphan this is a tricky one because Damon is evil whereas Esther is like extremely conniving and also half evil Like Esther is doesn't take any shit and she can really, you know, use her powers as a quote unquote, little girl to her advantage and ruin your life. So I might want to say I can babysit Damien and hope to just get on his good side and don't talk to him the entire night. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Like, Hey man, like, can we not do that? Like, you know, Devil possession stuff today, like also like the power of Christ compels you. (laughs) Um, Esther is too smart for her own good. Yeah, too smart, and like you hit that like, not a little girl. Yeah. Um, But like, (laughs) I don't know. That's the devil. Like, how are you supposed (laughs) to fight the Antichrist?
1: (laughs) You could pretend that you're also worshiping the devil and be like, we're on the same team. That's why I'm babysitting you
2: all right we're babysitting we're not fighting them sorry yeah 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 Yeah, okay so yeah if we're babysitting i'm probably with you on damien because agreed we could be like hey look at my like iron Maiden collection like hell yeah brother six (laughs) six six like heavy metal (laughs) and he'd be like "Hmm. okay yeah i think you're fine
1: I think you can get away with it for the night. It's not like it's your child. You're just going to babysit one time and be like, I'm changing my phone number. Goodbye.
2: Yeah. Oh, but and then, man, what would Esther do if you had to babysit babysitter?
1: I don't know. The way that she did like all those mind games, she's like a teenage girl that's like trying to get back at another teenage girl. Like super ruthless.
2: Like XOXO, Gossip Girl style? <laughs> yes. But, like actual murder. <laughs> But death, yeah. Oh, man. There's just something about the fact that he's the Antichrist just rubs me the wrong way.
1: Yeah, I know. Oh. But at least... No, I don't know.
2: There's no at least with both of these people.
1: <laughs> at least with Damien, you'll probably know what he's up to and what his intentions are. Whereas Esther, I don't even know. Like she was trying to seduce the dad in the movie. Like that's just no, which is too, too much.
2: Yeah. I agree. I I would unfortunately also say that our chances of surviving the night babysitting Damien are probably higher than Esther from orphan. Oh man. That's a good one. Um, This next one though, I think maybe this will be the first one we disagree on. Um, Mm -hmm. Would you rather spend your summer at Camp Crystal Lake from Friday the 13th or The Cabin in the Woods from The Evil Dead?
1: This is a really hard one because one is like you're running from a slasher or a serial killer and the other one is more like supernatural like possession and if you're possessed you're going to hurt yourself and do really effed up stuff so it's either like at Camp Crystal Lake you have to hide from this huge guy and i think uh, i think you're you would have better chances of survival at crystal lake i want to say there's more room there's more opportunity to leave and more hiding space
2: yeah that's
1: that's my answer
2: that's your answer so you can hide from jason (laughs) yeah okay so this is where like this is the time where you get someone to answer a would you rather question and you're like, huh, well, actually. Um, <laughs> okay. I would stay at the cabin because, like, I'm not re- reading the Necronomicon. I'm just going to spend
1: the I was going to say, are you saying, like, oh, just don't open the
2: book? Yeah, it's just like, yeah, whatever. It's like, I'll, I'll watch Netflix on my phone or something. I don't have to read the Necronomicon. Um, no, but I'm assuming in this situation the Necronomicon is active and, you know, the cabin is possessed by some deadites. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, hmm, You're, it's really only horny teens that got taken out at Camp Crystal Lake, right?
1: Yeah, probably. It's like the classic: like, don't have sex, and you might make it out. Yeah. I think I think you have a better shot at Camp Crystal Lake. There's just, just for the fact that, like I said, there's more room to work with.
2: Yeah, you got a lake. You can like go out on a boat on and survive if he's just roaming around on the land. Yeah. Like there's a high chance you're leaving the cabin from Evil Dead minus an arm. Yeah. But but plus a chainsaw. So or
1: you just can't leave at all.
2: Yeah, because you're dead. (laughs) (laughs) Um damn I thought I was gonna disagree because I was gonna go full like intellect (laughs) like would you rather intellectual.
1: Um, Well, if it was just me there alone and, like, okay, I'm completely calling the shots, then sure, I'll go to the cabin and just not open the book. But if we're talking, like, oh, there's a group of people, they're drunk and stupid, then Crystal Lake, I'll be on my own there.
2: Yeah, I I would give myself a better chance of surviving at Camp Crystal Lake as well. Because, like, the Deadites from the Necronomicon will, like, literally like haunt and and fuck with you for the entire night in the cabin mm-hmm. um and that's some like even like original evil dead and remake evil dead both of that shit is probably too much for me to handle
1: yeah exactly it's too it's too much messing with your mind whereas crystal lake is just you're running from one person
2: agreed This may, okay now this one i think will have some disagreements <laughs> Um, Would you rather spend a night alone at the Bates Motel or at the Overlook Hotel? Two of the most famous lodging places in uh, in horror movie history.
1: Okay. One night, I might say Overlook Hotel. Because I don't think that things are really going to affect you if you're there for one night. Whereas at Bates Motel with Norman there, one night is really, you know, it it could be the death of you. That's really it. So I think I'm gonna say I'd rather spend the night at Overlook.
2: Okay, maybe we're not gonna disagree. Yeah. Like (laughs) the the optics of this after I spent the whole question being like, Well, actually, you were like, (laughs) Okay, so I don't think I'll get like too haunted by one night in the overlook hotel. And that's true, right? Like Yeah. Uh Jack didn't go mad the first night. It took him a little while, um mm-hmm. and I don't know. The alone factor is a little weird. Like maybe I could like go to the the bar in the Gold Room and have a drink with Lloyd. Yeah. I, it's, it's, I don't know. Especially if it snows, maybe I'd be a little worried. And also like if the elevator just started pouring blood all over the place, <laughs> and there are some just like twins in a hallway holding hands. Like that, that might scare me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I feel like it's like I feel like I could take on Norman Bates.
1: Yeah, I think it depends. You're a guy, so I think you might have more luck than me. Also, like, do people go to the Bates motel and he lets them stay there? Like, normally, not psycho the movie happenings, but like, say. A week before, you know, the movie Psycho happens, if, like, a man came to stay for a night, would he, like, would he be okay? Maybe, probably, right? Oh, yeah,
2: like, is that explained? Like, one week no. Have a good night. Thanks for staying here. And then, like, a week later, it's just like, wii, wii, wii. and he's, like, that's it. Like, you were the unlucky one who happened to be on the dates. Hmm. That's a good question. Like, does he, does he need money to uphold and maintain the base motel? How does he
1: maintain and keep the lights on? Yeah. I don't think he has money from his mom, but also we, we, we just don't know. This is all speculation.
2: Yeah. But also like, (laughs) you know, if you're spending a night alone at the Overlook Hotel, is Jack part of the Overlook Hotel? Yeah.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of factors that could go into this.
2: Yeah, hmm.
1: it's a good one. It's a good I one. think, I think you might be messed up either way. Maybe not dead either way, but like you're gonna have some serious trauma probably.
2: Yeah, but at least like Jack like outlined what to do, mm-hmm. in, The Shining for your like first couple of days there. You throw a tennis ball against the wall. You yeah. Could, you could stare eerily out the window. You can. Right, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Over and over again on a typewriter, you, you know. There's, there's a bunch of stuff you could do at the Overlook Hotel. I feel like at the Bates Motel, you're just like there, just waiting to be killed if you take a shower. So, yeah. Yeah, I guess we're not disagreeing. We're both going to Overlook <laughs> <the> Hotel, huh? <laughs>
1: yep okay the next one they all of these are very like either it's either a real physical threat or a psychological threat i feel like so this one is would you rather be confronted by pennywise or twisty the clown that was in american horror story freak show so the i don't know i want to say it's all like i don't want to get into the semantics of like oh does it Are we saying exactly this or that? Okay, we're saying literally Pennywise the Clown, not just it, but Pennywise the Clown or Twisty. I want to say I'd rather be confronted by Pennywise only for the fact that Twisty is like a huge guy and I'm a small girl and I think I'd be taken out like real quick whereas Pennywise wants to kind of just do like mind tricks on you and freak you out and make you scarred for life. So... I think I would rather be confronted by Pennywise.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like, when I <laughs> walk up, it's like, hey, what's up? Boom. That's it. You're gone. Yeah. I, he would probably do the same to me. <laughs> that's a big dude. And that's like Pennywise. Are we talking Bill Skarsgård Pennywise or Tim Curry Pennywise? Or Book Whichever. Pennywise. Like We don't know what Book Pennywise looks like, right?
1: No. Whichever your heart desires. Okay.
2: Like, I was like trying to pick the ones for and like argue the side of the movies that I like more in these two. But like, I've abandoned The Evil Dead. But I did pick The Shining. Yeah. Like, (laughs) I love The Shining more than Psycho. Um, But yeah, because like with Pennywise, right? Like, you have to be in Derry and you see him and you can leave and you don't have to come back. Yeah.
1: Um, I don't live in Derry. I didn't grow up there. So I think I'll be fine.
2: Yeah, and there's that that uh that spoof video. I think it was a deleted scene, uh that was like added, um as a blooper, on the DVD, or it was like a fan made thing, or a talk show posted it. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, it's on YouTube. People can watch it. It's the opening scene from, uh, Andy Machete's, it, uh, chapter one, and. It's the whole Georgie scene, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Hiya, Georgie." He's like. Do you want your boat? And he's like, "No, I'm good." And he gets up and he walks away. And Pennywise <laughs> is like, "Oh well, crap! I don't know what to do." <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I think it's e- it's way easier to get away from Pennywise just because. Yeah, he's just trying. Like he has a whole plan. He's trying to like get you like get you in for the long haul and really. Disturb you for your life, whereas Twisty the clown, I think, has no real thought except for like, kill, kill, kill. You're in my way, kill. So.
2: Yeah, that's a real demented clown right there. Yes. But like, what if like Pennywise hits you with the deadlights? I don't know. I still think I'm gonna. (laughs) You're just gonna take that risk.
1: (laughs) Yes, I think so. I still think it's it's more of a chance to get
2: away. More of a chance. Okay, so you'd rather, instead of trying to run away from Twisty, you'd rather mm-hmm. take the risk that Pennywise doesn't use his deadlights, which would hypnotize you and pretty much take your soul away instantly. Okay. That's I'm going to just
1: say yes because that was my initial answer.
2: <laughs> go back Too, much
1: Too much thought is going into this one question and I can't do it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Pennywise is creepy. Yeah, I know. And, like, you're going to have to have a conversation with Pennywise. Like, twisty, there's not going to be a whole, like, intellectual back and forth where it's like, yeah. hey, man, you don't got to do this. <laughs> like, you could do something else. Pennywise <laughs> is like, hey, how could it... I eat you? You want a <laughs> balloon? <laughs> and all this stuff. And I'd be like, you know, man, you know, I really can't deny a balloon. <laughs> you're right. Crap. <laughs> and then his giant mouth opens up and bites into my head and I die yeah great. so maybe i'll go twisty okay our first disagreement yeah i don't feel strong about it either i'm just like <laughs> i'm like yeah i'll i'll take my chances with that guy i guess because like i also don't like freak show i hated that season mm. but that's a that's a creepy clown I yeah think that was like the first thing in american horror story that like actually kind of like creeped me out
1: mm-hmm yeah, I don't, I'm not gonna take my chance, Pennywise. I'm I'm here.
2: Yeah. You're gonna end up being like, "Hey, do you want to join forces? Like, I'll be your sidekick." Yeah. Especially if it's Bill Skarsgård.
1: Yeah, that is extremely true. Um. Okay, moving on. <laughs> All right. Would you rather be? hunted during the purge so like by people that are out to get you for whatever reason during the purge or by zombies in an apocalypse Mm. Mm. they're like either honestly i feel like with the purge it's like you could get so distracted because you can literally do anything so if someone was like randomly wanted to kill me like they would see someone else they could just kill And, or like rob a store or like chaos ensuing somewhere else that they can go off and do whatever. And then with the zombie apocalypse, that's terrifying, but like they walk really slow. And I think I would be okay.
2: Yeah, this one, this one I think actually deserves some discussion. Okay. Cause like I feel like everybody in their mind has like a zombie apocalypse like plan yeah be like all right go to walmart get whatever guns and food i can yeah go to like Dick get gas yeah like fill it gas hit the hit the road and never look back head to the cdc figure it all out <laughs> there i guess um and if that all fails you know there's uh, seven other seasons of the walking dead <laughs> for, <laughs> for plans that you could theorize but yeah like zombie apocalypse are we talking regular zombie apocalypse or are we talking like 28 days later dawn of the dead zombie apocalypse?
1: I don't know. Whatever, whatever you think. That's why it's like, there are so many, like, obviously if there was a zombie apocalypse, that would be freaking terrifying, but there are so many like comedies about zombie movies and I love zombie movies, but there's so many like fun ones, like Zombieland, of course, that it's like, all right, I could do that. They did it. Like, I could do that, too, and it would be, like, kind of fun. So, uh, I don't know. I think I would rather be hunted in a zombie apocalypse. It would just suck, though, because zombie apocalypse also means, like, everyone you know is probably dead. But that could be the same as for the Purge, so mm, maybe.
2: Yeah, like, on one hand, you have, like, zombie apocalypse. Like, some would be like, well, one's just one night, and you move on with the rest of your life the next time. Yeah. But... Like, yes, while a zombie apocalypse usually means that society is over and now everyone's living in this new zombie apocalypse world, like, the purge, you're living in a world where the government has decided to kill, you can kill anything and anyone you want to do for 24 hours, and then the next day, or, like, you go back to normal, but a year later, you still got to do that Like, you still got to do that shit.
1: Yeah. I think these are, like, the the one instance that we're saying like if you would rather would you rather be hunted during this it's like that's kind of a one-time thing but i think the real scary part of what is like the everlasting effects of this one instance
2: yeah
1: so that's what we kind of need to think about but also that's not really the question it's not ra- like it was not would you rather there be a purge or a zombie apocalypse it's just would you rather be you know like uh, like, threatened in that situation.
2: True. I mean, I'd rather, like, I think I'd rather be threatened in a zombie apocalypse, right? Because, like, yeah. at least you're not going up against, like, fucking Real people. people. <laughs> Real people who have brains and are actually, like, okay, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna walk up to my neighbor's house, and I'm just gonna shoot a point-blank and out at the end of it.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I think zombies. I think zombies.
2: Yeah, like, all the zombies want to do is eat your brains. Yeah. <laughs> And then I'm just not going to let them get my brains. Because I've seen enough zombie movies to figure out how to survive a zombie apocalypse.
1: Exactly. Do
2: you think there are people out there who are like actively rooting for a zombie apocalypse? Because they think they're so prepared?
1: Probably. There's probably yeah. people that are like, all right, we need a new plague. Yeah. <laughs> Let's fucking take them out.
2: <laughs> I remember also during um, the height of the protest last year in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. There were, um, when all of the the curfews were put into place for the city, like five minutes before the the curfew began, someone on like a massive PA system was blaring the purge. Oh, God, no. And I was like, okay, like, let's like not do that. (laughs) I'm just making my anxiety not all that it needs to be. And like That's first, terrifying. Yeah, they thought they were being funny, but it's like, this is the announcement of the annual purge. All law this has been suspended, and blah 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, about no. okay. And like, I don't know. The first part, the first purge movie, at least, you don't got much to deal with. You just gotta, you know, protect get through them. the night. Yeah, protect somebody and get through the night, and just hope you don't take in somebody that some other crazy group of people are. Are hunting that guy for whatever reason. Uh, that's like another movie too. It's just like, it's just like horror movie decisions, right? It's like put down a security system yeah. to make sure you don't get broken into by crazy people, and then your son and then does the you right, do, you know, yeah, and then your son does the right thing and saves somebody. But then some crazy people show up and they're like, either you give us this person, or we're gonna kill you all. And you know, as Lucy Hale had said <laughs> at the beginning of Truth or Dare, sacrifice the few to save the many but then she had that massive you know epiphany or sacrifice the many to save the few so
1: smh
2: yeah very crazy but at least ethan hawk and lena Headley were in it and they're both awesome
1: yeah yeah i didn't mind the first one the uh, the other ones i know they shouldn't have kept making them but that's movies today um okay we have a couple more left So we're going to start wrapping up, but before we do, we're going to take our final break and we'll be right back. All right. So let's get through these final ones. All right. Would you rather your significant other have Pamela Voorhees for a mom or Margaret White? I'm going to just say Pamela Voorhees because she's a ride or die. Whereas Margaret White is a different breed of psycho. They're both psychos, but, Margaret White will turn on you for doing regular people things like go to a dance or go on a date. Whereas Pamela Voorhees will defend you till to, to your death.
2: Oh, really? So there, there's my answer. Defend you to your death. See, I'm looking at it this way, two different ways. I'm looking at it as if I'm dating someone whose mother is pamela Voorhees. yeah what if
1: you break up
2: yeah eventually i'm gonna have to be the one that takes out pamela Voorhees because <laughs> that's just like she's gonna come after me right yeah if i'm dating someone whose mother is margaret white
1: you just break up with them
2: well no <laughs> like i would just do that like oh that's your mom i'm out of here <laughs> i mean like i would i would assume that my significant other would be tasked with eventually taking out her own mother and that's a lot of trauma to deal with in a relationship yeah so i
1: i think it also matters like are you gonna marry this person or are you just like it's a casual fling i just have to see them once a month or something like see the parents once a month
2: like, yeah, it's like you have to abstain from sex with Pamela Voorhees. She doesn't, you know, she hates horny teens who are having sex at Camp Crystal Lake. But. Mm-hmm.
1: That's true. I think both are, like, holier than thou, like, trying to set rules. I think they would both suck, but I think Margaret White is scarier to me. Really? Yes.
2: I don't know. Pamela Voorhees killed people
1: yeah I know but uh I don't know I think it was also just the fact of like a lot of the Friday like Friday the 13th like is less real I like I want to say realistic than Carrie like Carrie it's like obviously she has a telekinesis that's not realistic but like a bullied girl with like a crazy mom that's like super religious and having all these like rules is more like threatening to me I don't know
2: Yeah, I'm not overly religious, but, like, if I had to go over to, like, my significant other's house and be like, hey, what's up? And she'd be like, have you talked about Jesus today? And I'd be like, gotta go. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I'd be like, I haven't, and I don't think I will today, but (laughs) thanks for asking. And then she'd probably throw me in the closet. And I'd be like, uh, I'm never, like, yeah, we're done. (laughs) I'm breaking up with you. But, also, like, do you want a crazy religious mom who's also, like, abusive or a murderous mom?
1: <laughs> but the um, murderous mom is a ride or die. She's on your side. Or she's on the your significant other's side.
2: Oh, true. I see what you're saying. What you're saying. Um, <laughs> That's tough, man. I'll go with. I don't know. I feel like therapy could probably undo everything that Margaret White does like deals with.
1: Okay. You're going Margaret <laughs> your White?
2: I think, like, I, just something about the fact that's like how it's like, have you met your girlfriend's family yet? And you're just like, yeah, so the mom <laughs> kills
1: is a serial killer. <laughs> yeah,
2: she's a serial killer. When, like, if you were like, have you met the parents yet? And you'd be like, yeah her mom is um crazy mm-hmm. but my significant other's not crazy so <laughs> like trade-offs and also she can move things with her mind so yeah i think i'm gonna go margaret white i think i have to go margaret white something about me deep down is just like i i feel he's the killer
1: <laughs> okay all right, next one. Would you rather attend Carrie White's prom or a party in Haddonfield with Michael Myers lurking around the town?
2: Mm, good one. Also, wait, we just we just disagreed, right? You chose Pamela. Yeah. Wow. Round of applause for ourselves. <laughs> <Fantastic>. Wow. <Whoa! laughs> we did it. We have different opinions. <laughs> um, all right, so this Carrie White's prom. So someone was doubled up on the Carrie here. Um, yeah. Or a party in Haddonfield with the shape walking around.
1: Hmm. I'm going to say Haddonfield because, again, just space, like, there's opportunity to hide. Whereas if you're in the gymnasium of Carrie White's prom, there's not really anywhere you can go. You're probably dead very soon. So that's my take.
2: All right. So I'll take. Very very (laughs) realistic (laughs) bare bones like I got a whole neighborhood versus gymnasium. I like my odds better in the neighborhood. Also like
1: yeah. There's like opportunity for you to go to another town. Whereas like in the gym when it's happening, like everything's cut off, everything's closed, you're in there. So there's really like no chance of survival. Yeah. If it's starting to happen.
2: So you're just full on like Yep, she's going to get some pig's blood dumped on her and she's burning it to the ground. You're not making that alive. Yeah. Okay. Well, I would try to play the good guy. I'm going to try to prevent that from happening.
1: Okay. Yeah. I didn't even... <laughs> that wasn't even a thought in my mind.
2: <laughs> it's like the foregone conclusion, you're dying tonight. <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm. I don't know. I didn't go to my high school prom, so maybe it'd be cool to attend a prom. <laughs>
1: there you go it'll I, be quite an experience
2: yeah i'm dying but at the end, <laughs> like at least i'll have like you know i've gotten my drink on and i've you know danced a bit to some tunes yeah um even though i, I hate dancing at parties um same so like hmm i don't know i was like there's something just creepy about wandering around a neighborhood as this like terrifying guy's Stalking yeah,
1: me. at night. Right. This like,
2: at least I get to like witness a phenomenon of a woman using telekinesis powers and just killing everybody around me. And, like, maybe, and you. Yeah, and maybe I survived. You don't know. And like okay. maybe I can save the day too. Like maybe I'll be the the, the last survivor. I'd be like, Carrie, stop. <laughs> that'll, that'll be the end of it. <laughs> You're better All than right. this Carrie. You don't have to do that.
1: All right another disagreement then
2: let's see no 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 no. i'm not done yet (laughs) i i can't in good conscience pick carry what's problem i okay i agree you're you're putting me up against uh like a rock and a hard place there with that one uh uh, i'll fancy my chances in the in the streets of haddonfield (laughs)
1: All right. And then our final one for the episode. Would you rather watch the tape from the ring or have to say Candyman in front of the mirror, aka summoning Candyman? I would rather say Candyman because, yes, you're going to summon him and it's super scary, but like it's similar to the last question. Like, if you watch the tape from the ring, you're going to die. Like, there's no way you're getting out of it unless. You go, like in the first movie, go to the island and find out what happened to the horses and the woman that lived there. And it's like, I'm not doing that. So, like, we're both in journalism, like Naomi Watts' character in The Ring, but I don't have that faith in myself. I'm not doing that.
2: Wow, where's your investigative journalism (laughs) roots? Where's your ability to uncover the truth?
1: Not there. Not in seven days. Absolutely not.
2: <laughs> Maybe if it was like a month, I'd give myself like a fifty percent chance. But seven days, nah. Yeah, actually, though. <laughs> um, I, I mean, like it is like a pretty much foregone conclusion that Candyman's going to kill you anyway once you say it.
1: I feel like it's like it, it's less of a guarantee. Am I wrong?
2: I just, like you, you fancy your chances would be with being able to negotiate. With Candyman, spinning. I would be nice. <laughs> like, hey man, my bad. I didn't mean to do that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, At least, like, you have room to, like, speak and say something with, like, the ring. It's like you're just running away from fate, yeah. essentially.
2: Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't know. Like, I worry that I would say Candyman three times in the mirror and, like, Tony Tobbishel and be like, Bye. see ya yeah bye
1: but I mean, also if that happened at least it's quick you're not waiting the seven days like in your room in the corner having a panic attack true just to die in the end anyway
2: true but like at least days like two through six are like okay i'm gonna die at day seven so like, at least <laughs> don't have to days. worry about it now <laughs> yeah like whatever like i'll see what's on tv i guess <laughs> and hopefully you don't come across another terrifying videotape but like Man, I guess it's really the the inner question, like, how lazy am I to go to the island and figure out what happened with the horses? Well, like,
1: if I knew how to do that, I would do it. I don't think it's a matter of being lazy. It's just a matter of, like, the investigative journalism skills that I don't possess to, like, find out who this woman was.
2: Yeah. Or, like, what, like, Scary Movie, when they did The Ring? And Mm -hmm. it was, like, the, (laughs) just, like, what if they call and you don't answer the phone? (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's true like, that's uh, also an option
2: you pick up the phone and be like
1: nope <laughs> or just like disconnect your phone yeah that, you uh, just don't own one
2: exactly that that um that spoof is so funny it's like uh, hey what's up I'd like to talk to you about something He's like, oh cool what's up It's got like, ah, seven days I'm coming to get you <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah I think you could try the route of just like not having a phone disconnecting everything and waiting seven days and then connecting it and hopefully you don't get
2: the call then yeah like you gotta go off the grid completely yeah yeah um no i'll go, I'll go with the ring why not all right it's like i like i would find some like crazy end of my life stuff to do for the next true day, two to six for the well for the next like six days i'd be like all right i'm dying in seventh so what, what could I do, right? Yeah. And, like, there's also a the possibility that you do something stupid enough to get, like, yourself, like, thrown in jail, or, like, and, like, that's the end of it. Mm-hmm. Your life is going to end one way or the other. Um, um,
1: you prematurely die, because you're like, I'm going to jump off of a cliff or something, and yeah. you just die before the seven days.
2: Oh, that's a good loophole. <laughs> like, Final Destination 2, where the, like, new life breeds, or like, stops the cycle or whatever. Mm-hmm. and they have that woman give birth to the baby and like oh did we save it did we break did we break death cycle did we break the plan and, you never do though yeah you never do death always <laughs> comes back to get you um but hmm, that's something they should have explored in these movies did they i don't remember maybe it was in the newer one just like seven days and you'd be like hi you would have thought and then you just jump off a cliff
1: <laughs> yeah right No, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) They didn't do that in the new one, trust me.
2: Uh, More like three days. (laughs) Uh, uh, Yeah, I'll I'll take my chances with Samira. Why not? All right, well,
1: here we are. I think that was a fun fun game. We should come up with more questions to just ask each other not on the podcast. (laughs) Because that was fun.
2: Good morning, how's things? good how are you good so would you rather
1: (laughs) it's like betting but not
2: yeah it's like would you rather uh buy your kid a chucky doll Mm. or right uh, (laughs) what other creepy dolls are there
1: the annabelle doll
2: oh oh, screw that yeah (laughs) i don't know Chucky doll, because at least I can like beat that thing. Yeah. Unless it's like the creepy AI Mark Hamill edition.
1: Yeah, oh. that's true. Much to think about. I think we're gonna be thinking about this after for a few days. Um, but on that note, I think, yeah, we'll we'll see if we can come up with some. Maybe we can like start every episode with like one question. That'd I don't last. know. We'll we'll think of something. Um, but in the meantime. Thank you, everyone, for, for listening yeah. um, and continue listening. Give us a good review on Apple Podcasts. You can ask us any questions or suggestions for future podcast episodes on Twitter. My at is at Natalie Zamora, two A's at the end. Max is at Odd Slice. And thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll see you next week.